hey guys uh, this is something that i wanted to do a long time back uh, i always wanted to share my thoughts about the sports that i am always interested in and i never got a proper chance and finally uh, after years and years years of procrastinating i i finally decided to start talking about stuff and i hope you guys like it uh, yeah thank you so much uh, enjoy Okay, so the few f- sports I'm go- that I'm going to talk about right now is about football or soccer, as the people in America call it, and basketball. Those are two main sports that I'm interested in. Yeah, and um, kind I still was interested in tennis and cricket and Formula One, but nowadays I just I just uh, I don't watch those sports religiously. Also, I do watch uh, MMA. once in a while wrestling i do catch up and i follow on these news uh, but i i don't watch them religiously so yeah um uh, but my main two sports that i constantly uh, want to watch and i'm i'm, I'm excited about is football and basketball and uh, yeah, this is a great time because in a few days basketball is starting nba is back finally in this bubble in orlando and uh, You know, football just ended, uh, and now it's a preseason time. The transfer window is now open. Uh, from the Premier League standpoint, you know the 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 league in Italy is still going on. Uh, but yeah, Juventus is still the champions right now. It's official. Uh, two more matches to go. I think it's going to end in a week. Then there's going to be the FA Cup final, and of course, the Champions League is going to start alongside the Europa League. It's going to be like a knockout. one match knockout just uh, like the world cup so it's going to be great so uh, in the uh, football leagues i usually catch up on the premier league almost uh, and so let's just talk about that i just want to share my thoughts uh, about the season that has ended it started in august of last year 2019 and ended uh, in july end of july 26th of July and that's a long time and you know there were of course a lot of setbacks mostly because of the coronavirus that happened um uh, that le- led to um you know the uh postponing of the matches from the period of i think March April May June and then the June end they started you know June Yeah, June in the started football again. Yeah. So yeah, and uh but finally it's over. The season has come to an end and uh the champions of course Liverpool with end of the season in 99 points. And that's a big achievement for the Liverpool fans. Of course they they didn't uh beat the record held by Man City uh you know two years back you know, the 100 points but that's fine liverpool fans are happy just because they won the title after 30 years great great football from you know the I mean, the whole team uh, it's just hard to pick uh, one player and say yeah this is the best player because every player played an important role in the team um that uh, you can see that when uh, john henderson won the football writers association player of the year um you know it's not because he 
um, I mean, he, uh, he, he, I, I still don't think he was the best player in the team. Um, I feel it was Mane, but more impact in the midfield. Uh, I felt you know was Henderson. Of course, he didn't have all these goals or assists or you know that like uh, a player like De Bruyne has, but. Uh, he's just, he uh, reminds me of Kante when Leicester won the league. You know, the hard work, work rate, you know, uh, huge stamina, endurance, uh, running after the ball, chasing after the ball, high pressing, and great leadership as a captain, of course. And uh, Liverpool players did uh, see, I mean, Liverpool fans did see uh, when uh, Henderson did not play, um, I think, four games. No, uh, yeah, four games in the league. They lost twice. Once against Arsenal, once against uh, Watford. And that was a huge... Uh, I mean, compared to how they were playing before and how they were playing without Henderson, you know, there's a huge difference. And it shows that he has an impact in the team. And, of course, then there's Trent and Robertson, you know, the assist makers. And, of course, the front three, you know, it's... One of the best in the world. Then second place, Man City. Um, very bad season, I feel. Uh, they were the favorites to win the league this year, and they just, I think, uh, all I can say is they just uh, messed up. They didn't have a good season this year. Then they faltered a lot. They lost a lot of important games. They couldn't keep up with uh, Liverpool's, uh, you know, uh, hunger to win this title and it shows you know it's hard for a team to win three titles in a row but you know it's still a, it's a good effort they played really well and they finished off the season in style you know with a final win against uh, Norwich City was sadly relegated last team 20th team uh, so yeah um, but it's important to see how Manchester City is going to uh, do in the transfer window because they have to replace the likes of Leroy Sané, Victor Company, who you know, they haven't replaced still. And that led to the debacle because uh, Amelie Laporte got injured in the beginning of the season. And uh, it showed. It showed they couldn't defend well. Automandy and Stones weren't a good centre-back pairing, I mean, that they ex- uh, expected. They're good centre-backs, of course, but that those matches where they needed uh, them to show up and uh, sadly they didn't they lost a lot of games and sure and uh, also they have to replace David Silva the legend that is leaving the their club and yeah so it's going to see it's going to be very interesting to see how they replace those two players of course they have Riyad Mahrez they have Phil Foden to cover those positions but uh, can they you have to see then, third position, fourth position, fifth position, sixth, all were decided in the last game week. Um, everyone thought before the lockdown ended, well, began, sorry, that uh, Leicester was going to be the third and fourth, or fourth, guarantee. Chelsea were going to struggle, try and get fourth. And fifth and sixth, was going to be between Wolves and Manchester United. Then the lockdown ended, matches began, and Leicester, who had a 14-point gap with Manchester United, 
uh, I mean, of course, I'm not saying that it was all their fault. Is uh, you know, I just don't want to blame anyone. It's just that I feel they had a lot of bad luck. Um, their best midfielder got injured, James Madison. Then they um, lost their centre back pairing. Uh, then their left back Pereira got injured. Chilwell got injured. Um, and also uh, Johnny Evans and was paired with Soyuncu who got injured in the end. So it was a bad show. I, I think Soyuncu got a red card. Sorry, he got a red card, not injured. Against uh, Aston Villa or something like that. Yeah, he got injured. And yeah, so it was uh, a bad performance towards the end of the season. Um, they lost a lot of uh, stupid games. They should have won some games and they lost them. And but you know what? If if you ask Leicester fans in the beginning of season that what would you mind getting Europe? They would be like, of course, gladly, because uh, it was going to be always between Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, Tottenham for the top six positions, and any team to come and challenge them is going to be a huge, huge task. But Leicester did it and they reached uh, fifth, which is fine. Chelsea came uh, fourth and they did have a horrible season, but somehow they stuck in the end and they um, are in the Champions League alongside Manchester United. So first, let me just talk about Chelsea for a second. Uh, Chelsea made a lot of good signings already. Uh Timo Werner, striker, and Zayic from Ajax. Two great players. And Zayic is going to replace Pedro. And I think Werner is going to replace Giroud. Or Giroud might just be in the bench and Batshuayi is going to leave. That's what I'm thinking. Then there's also, they're going to get Kai Havertz, most probably. That is going to finish things uh, off. They're going to be a very strong and formidable attack next year. But the problem lies in their defense and their goalkeeper, sadly. Uh, Kepa considered a lot of goals, shabby performances. Defense hasn't been up to par. They don't have uh, um, a strong backline. No, I'm not saying they're bad players, it's just that they lack in positioning and they consider a lot of stupid goals. You can see the game against Liverpool. They shouldn't have considered that fifth goal where Oxlade Chamberlain scored. Nobody even tried to defend um, and clear the uh, cross that was given by uh, Trent, I mean, Robertson. But, I mean, it's just some of the games uh, you can just. Uh, you know, uh, point faces and, you know, say that, you know, this doesn't lead to their demise, but there are games like against Crystal Palace where Kurzuma made a, an incredible save, uh, last-minute clearance, uh, Bentegui was on goal, and Kurzuma from ran from behind, and cleared, uh, tackled uh, Bentegui, caught the ball, wasn't a penalty, and it got them three points. Yeah, so, Soyuncu got a red card, I just want to check it out. 
Red card against Bournemouth. That was a game they were supposed to win and they lost 4-1. And they lost even to Norwich City. I remember, yeah, Leicester. Now look at the performances. Leicester City, they lost to Norwich City. They lost to, you know, Tottenham, 3-0. They drew against Watford. Then they, yeah, lost to Norwich City. They, okay, lost to, um, wait, one second, what am I saying? Lost to Tottenham, lost to Man United, drew against Arsenal. Uh, lost to Everton. is again a bad result. Lost to Chelsea. Drew against Watford. And two against Brighton. Those are the games they had. They had to win, and they messed up. That led to the demise. Okay, now Manchester United. Uh, this team, and the amount of penalties they got, <laughs> that was insane. Fourteen penalties record. Uh, most number of penalties in the Premier League season. Uh, but okay, I'm not saying that they won only because of penalties. It's not that they had a. I don't know what happened. But this Manchester United side, after the lockdown, once Bruno Fernandes came into the lineup, it's a totally different side. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's going to be a huge uh, task for Liverpool and Man City to, you know, try and compete again for the title. And there's teams like Man United and Chelsea knocking on the door um, because, you know, they have great teams and it should. Yeah, um, sometimes they mess up. They haven't played great in the last match against Leicester. They somehow won. But when they needed results, they showed up and they won convincingly. Marshall, Rashford, and, you know, Mason Greenwood, a 20-year-old forward, is killing it, um, and you know it's people are saying it's the future. Oof, could be, could be not. I'm, I don't know. But yeah, he's doing good. So he's 18 years old. What am I saying? 18 years old and doing great. Has to keep up and do better. Uh, Marshall is back in form finally. He's the Marshall people wanted. It's been a long time, but he's doing well. And then there is uh, Rashford, great striker, uh, back in form, playing well. It's interesting to see what Pogba is going to do, whether he's going to stay. He still has to sign that contract extension. And they're trying to get Jaden Sancho, which I wonder why, because they such they have such a... Uh, I mean, the chemistry between Greenwood, Rashford, Fernandez, and uh, Martial is so good. Why risk that and get another star striker who who constantly he's going to disrupt it? I'm not saying he's a bad player; he's a great, but you know, um, there's going to be a time where let's say Martial doesn't perform well. Like in the beginning of the season, he did not perform that well as expected. What if Sancho comes and takes that position and that leads to... Okay, and what if Sancho starts playing well? Then Martial isn't going to get... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. 
I just don't know how things are right now because the amount of players Man- Manchester City have on their bench, that bench is even stronger than some Premier League teams, you know, starting eleven. So, let's see, let's see what Manchester United does. The current rumour is to grab uh, Jadon Sancho of uh, Dortmund. But, I mean, a hundred and... Hundred million up front is what Dortmund is asking. And this time, given Corona, I don't think it's possible. And if they don't do it this year, the next year, Liverpool or Real Madrid are going to try and snap him. Because, yeah, he is a good player. He's a good uh, young player and uh, he's doing well in Dortmund. So, yeah, to talk about the top five, let's talk about relegated teams. Bournemouth, uh, Watford, and Norwich City. Um, Watford is a huge uh, disaster after the lockdown. They were seven points ahead of the relegation zone before the lockdown uh, started. They beat Liverpool that time, but then the lockdown started and then lockdown ended, and they just not play well and somehow Aston Villa clawed from the relegation zone. They were they were supposed to challenge for the Europa League with the amount of spending they had in the beginning of the season. One fifty eight million that was what they spent. But somehow they got uh, messed up and it is hard to, you know, uh, I mean get team chemistry when you buy a lot of players and try and you uh, play them in the Premier League of all leagues. That's what led to f- the demise of Fulham. And mm-hmm. somehow it didn't happen again with Arsenal Villa and they somehow are going to compete again in the Premier League next year. Sorry, not the case with Watford. I mean, it's just hard to say. It's just that they just did not perform well. And well, they sacked Nigel Pierce in three games before the end of the season, which again is a dumbfounded move because why would you do that? And he did. He was the man who was brought in when the team was in relegation zone. But he and he got out, got them out uh, of the relegation zone. And then when you, of course, the team messes up and they come back to relegation, then you sack him. It's stupid. Bournemouth, I don't know. It's just uh, sad to see Eddie Howe's team in the championship but they made a lot of bad signings uh, signings that haven't worked out players like Jordan Ibe Dominic Solanke uh, Brad Smith from Liverpool then uh, uh, Callum Wilson did well but when he was injured most of the season Fraser did not want to play and he has he had a bad season and so yeah you could see players not working out then in Goal, Ramsey was good, and so was Ben Foster, and so was Tim Krul. It's interesting to see any team trying to swoop up uh, Tim Krul. Chelsea were in for Anana or, uh, you know, uh, Rajkovic, I think, from the Liga. If if they don't manage to get these players, they can just try and get Tim Krul for a year. He's going to be a huge better backup than, uh, Ed, uh uh, Caballero, I think, if possible, they want to. 
but yeah it's up to them and Norwich they just did not perform well after the first few games game weeks um okay party was over uh, as soon as it began and Cantwell not performed that well a lot of a lot of us expected from these three players actually Pookie, Cantwell and Bundeya and yeah they were there weren't many goals scored other than from these three so it was just sad um, that but that's how it is you know you don't spend enough money and buy get rid of resources it's going to be difficult they, the net spend was 2.6 million so yeah it showed that they did not play that they did not play well and yeah that's the Premier League and the sixth team of course I forgot to say Tottenham Hotspurs came out of nowhere uh, the the signing of Jose Mourinho I al- always thought that he would end up in Italy with AC Milan but that wasn't the case he became the manager of Tottenham Hotspurs uh, and Chelsea fans were of course angry but why would they be angry they sacked him twice <laughs> so yeah He's a good manager. He's turned things around for Tottenham, even though they had a miserable season. So many injuries, so many setbacks, but they somehow reached and qualified for Europa League. So, yeah, they do have European competition next year. Interesting to see what signings they do get, how they develop the squad, because Watongan is leaving, and so is Michel Warm. And uh, Ericsson has left and they haven't replaced him still. They got uh, Giovanni Lo Celso, who's cost, I think, 48 million, which is fine. A good signing. Nowadays, 50, 50 million is going to be a decent player. But yeah, so they got these players. And rumors of Coutinho coming to Tottenham or Arsenal or Leicester for showing up. And if he manages to come to Tottenham, if Jose Mourinho somehow convinces him Oof. that's going to be a huge loss for Liverpool of course <laughs> who actually want a creative midfielder but if he comes to um, this thing uh, yeah, if he comes to Tottenham it's going to be a huge thing because they lack creativity in the midfield they want to replace Christian Eriksen and they will with Kutit <coughs> excuse me That's it for the Premier League. Thank you guys. And I hope you like it. It was my first podcast. Uh, I am not a pundit. Or I'm not, uh, I don't have any experience about all this. I'm just a medical student interested in talking about sports. And yeah, I just hope you guys like it. And thank you. Take care. Goodbye.